Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Taking a look at what is happening in the Shuswap region of the province and some hope last night as there was some rain in that area. But there is still a lot of confusion and this is about evacuees, about some homes that are cut off from the rest of the community and growing frustration with the lack of supplies and what some residents say is a lack of communication. Alyssa Carpenter is a reporter with Global Calgary and is joining us on the line now with the very latest. Alyssa, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Jill, for having me. So what's the situation there uh, now? I understand a bit of hope, a bit of a change in the weather. How are things looking? Yeah, absolutely. It rained a little bit overnight and, um, you know, enough to sort of wet the road and cool things off. Not a big downpour, not enough that it's going to douse these fires, but it certainly has cleared out the sky. That means better visibility. That means they can get water bombers in the air, hopefully, because the visibility has improved. Uh, it's easier to, to see and breathe today. It doesn't taste and, and smell smoky like it has in the past few days. And it's also doing a lot, I think, just to lift people's spirits to see that a little bit of rain has fallen. Maybe there's a reprieve on the way. And when you talk about lifting their spirits, I understand that there are some residents who are talking about feeling a bit abandoned. And we've also been seeing that Good Samaritan convoy trying to get supplies to people, a few hiccups there. What's happening with that? Yeah, absolutely. So we have been hearing for days, probably the last four or five days since I arrived here, that people particularly uh, in North Shushwap are feeling abandoned by authorities. They feel like, um, you know, there are a lot of wildland firefighters on that fire, but not in these specific small communities, Engelmont, Scotch Creek, Lee Creek, for example. And so uh, just in the last few days, Engelmont has lost uh, its, water treatment plant, they need potable water. They're not on an alert zone, so they are actually allowed to come and go, but there are so many roadblocks in between the communities, they really can't get out by car to get supplies. So yesterday there was this huge mobilization across the lake in Blind Bay uh, of private boats who said, if you get the supplies to us, we'll take them across the water to Anglemont. Uh, Cisco Foods donated a truck full of goods that was to arrive. And about 15 minutes before it was arrived at the muster point to be loaded onto the boat, the RCMP came and said, I'm sorry, that truck is not coming. It was diverted, uh, eventually ended up in Vernon, and those donations that were supposed to go for Shushwap residents ended up going to Okanagan evacuees. Which I'm, I'm guessing the, the Samaritans and those that were organizing the convoy and the residents who are running out of things like diesel and drinking water, uh, that was not what they were looking forward to. No, it was a disappointing setback. We know that a number of people got in their own boats and said, hey, we're taking water across anyway. We do know of uh, two boats at least that were pulled off the water and picketed for disobeying orders. The reason they couldn't do it by boat was because uh, that means you can't put water bombers up if the skies were to clear out. Now, in this case, throughout that entire time, it was too smoky to have sent up 
uh, aircraft anyway. So they really felt like, you know, we were just trying to mobilize and do something as a community and getting pushback from uh, those making the rules and those who unfortunately were just enforcing them and had to be the bearer of bad news. Hmm. Uh, tense uh, situation, stressful, I'm sure, for everybody. And uh, Alyssa, I understand, too, uh, this is also the area, the Bush Creek East wildfire, the Lower East Adams Lake fire, um, the, the kind of combined into that one fire. Uh, what's the situation with, with sprinklers that are either being stolen or moved and the issue with that? Yeah, we have heard from BC Wildfire Service as well as local uh, that that is happening. Now, it's it's less likely that these are being stolen as in, uh, you know, just theft of property and more likely that someone sees them sitting there not being used and thinks, I can put a sprinkler on my neighbor's roof, for example. I can put a sprinkler on my own home or on the driveway. Uh, the problem is that they, those are often strategically placed, according to BC Wildfire Service, so that they need quick access, they can get to the next set of equipment, tools, whatever. So if somebody comes along, even though it looks abandoned, they use it, uh, and then it doesn't go back where it came from, then, then those firefighters you know, are hampered in their efforts to fight the fire and get these people back into their homes. On the other hand, when we talk to residents, they say, look, there's a hose sitting there, and I'm watching my neighbor's house burn. What would you do? You'd pick up the hose. And you'd spray it. So uh, that one's causing some tension. Uh, BC Wildfire Service called it theft. I would I would say from what I've seen on the ground here, they were more like borrowed than stolen. And have there been uh, properties lost in that area, or or do residents know kind of the numbers or, or the damage at this point? Yeah, we've been told widespread devastation by uh, the ministry and by BC Wildfire Services. They haven't given us any exact numbers yet, just like the situation in the Okanagan. Until these fires are under control, then they'll be able to go in and sort of assess the damages. But right now, it still remains an active situation and kind of an all-hands-on-deck situation. Alyssa Carpenter, thank you so much. I know you're very busy uh, getting uh, to the bottom of all of this. Uh, so thank you so much for your time this morning. You, you bet, Jill. Thanks so much. That is Alyssa Carpenter, Global News Calgary reporter.